What's up, everybody? This is Gary from Hoops and Cards. We are part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network and proud of it. Also, be sure to check out HoopsandCards.com for all of our information, links to our Discord, blog articles for the upcoming NBA season. And of course, shout out and thanks to our affiliates, Market Movers. You can save 20% after a free 14-day trial. Visit MarketMoversApp.com and use the promo code NOOFFSEASON. Whatnot, get a free $15 credit on Whatnot by joining through Whatnot.SportsCardStrategy.com. And Graybos, shout out to Graybos, get 10% off any purchase at Graybos.co by using the promo code STRATEGY2023. And now let's get down to business, the podcast of Hoops and Cards. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? NBA season opens today. Gary here with Hoops and Cards. Welcome to our podcast, hoopsandcards.com. We are proudly part of the nooffseason.com sports card network. Guys, it is Tuesday, October 24, a day a lot of us have been waiting for for months, maybe longer if you just, like a lot of the sports card market, checks out of basketball before the playoffs are even developed and uh, because they're getting into baseball season and NFL draft and all that stuff in May and then June the NBA is down to two teams so whatever it's back baby tonight on TNT or tomorrow morning wherever you're listening to this I don't know you've got the Denver Nuggets receiving their championship rings a game against the Lakers Then you've got Phoenix and Golden State, two teams that are just loaded. Phoenix adding Bradley Beal. Golden State adding Chris Paul. That's not a minor addition. That's a big one. But then the rest of the league uh, tips off Wednesday and Thursday. Guys, uh, I'm totally pumped about this NBA season. want to give you an episode today about, you know, kind of a just-in-time season preview. And I have listened to five or six podcasts uh, that cover the NBA that have given their preseason picks and awards, predictions, all that stuff. Followed the preseason in the NBA, and uh, there's there's a lot to talk about. But if you are a card investor, man, if you're a card collector, go for it. This is a great time. It really is. Prices are still very good on just about everything in the NBA. And if you go with our buying uh, methods or whatever, where I'd say, man, your your cash is king. You're the buyer. You make an offer. If they don't want they don't want to take it, or they don't want to come down, fine. The next guy will. Uh, there is no race. You don't get like extra value in your card if you got it first, or if you got it a week early than you would have if you waited. Like, it's not a race. And that's why you don't hear me on this podcast reviewing a lot of new products like uh, 22-23 NBA Flux just came out, and I saw Pac-Man on YouTube, who does a lot of nice breaks and videos. In fact, if you want to watch new products release and get excited about the, uh, the, the, the curiosity of opening a pack or a hobby box without the price and without the subsequent massive drop in the value of whatever you just paid for, uh, you can just watch his YouTube videos. And I do that sometimes. But when it comes to investing... And what I mean by investing, let me just let me just clarify. It could be short term where you're like, I want to buy it 
at 70% and sell it at 100 or I want to buy it at 65 and sell it at 90% just to keep stuff moving. That all that makes sense to me. If you want to buy a card, I have a friend, uh, Chris, who just started in again. On Welcome back to the hobby, Paul. So glad you're here, man. Uh, you know, you might want to get in and invest in goats and hold on because they're great cards to have. Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, awesome cards to have. But you don't know when the market's going to jump again and be all about those guys. And I think it's just going to happen every few years or you know, when big moments happen for the NBA or for collecting memorabilia like any kind of sports cards, right? The goats will always be of interest and in demand. And so we've gone with the four G's method, right? The guess, good, great goats. We've done a few episodes lately on that. Guesses, good, great goats. My guess who's already good, Devin Vassell. My guess this season. I mean, I really like Trey Murphy, the third, but he's hurt for a while. Here's a player that I think his situation just changed dramatically in Memphis. I believe Santi Aldama could take a major step. And so could Xavier or Xavier Tillman, depending on what the uh, Grizzlies do, but they're without Brandon Clark and Steven Adams for the next most of the season, all the season for Adams. But yeah, Brandon Clark is out for quite a while. He might be out for the whole season. I don't know. And they're going to need someone to rebound and score. And these are guys that are going from zero to 45 miles an hour or 35 kilometers an hour. I don't know. They're just, they're just basement bargain guys that could have some big, big nights for Memphis. So Santi, for sure. He's one of my guesses. I like Malachi Branham. This isn't that episode, though. I did those. You know, uh, my guesses who are good already. Yeah, Devin Vassell. Yeah, uh, watch out for what Scoot is going to do, what everybody knows Wemby is going to do, what Jalen Williams with an E has already been doing. But guys, uh, you know, I'm excited about the four Gs. Guess good, great, and goat. And I just want to see this season, how great is Desmond Bain already? How great is Tyrese Maxey already? How great is Tyrese Halliburton already? Uh, These players that we love to watch and have seen them emerge in the last three years, like, yes, 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 I'm pumped about that part of the season. Anthony Simons is one of the guys that that I've heard the least about that I think has the most upside to to just be a... you know, everybody wants to talk about Jordan Poole potentially breaking out and scoring 30 a game. And uh, there's a reason for that, because he's a gunslinger and he just might do it. But why not Anthony Simons as well? The talk is about Scoot. The talk is about Shade and Sharp. Both those guys deserve it. But neither of those guys have proven they can do it. And they're not in the position where they're going to be the leader of that offense. Anthony Simons is... And he is fully capable of putting up 30 a night for the first two months of the season. If he stays healthy, it's the entire season. So I I like him a ton. A ton. Today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about predictions and picks. I don't get in. Let me finish my thought. (laughs) I don't get in to uh, telling you, hey, here's, here's the new product for Flux. You can go to Blowout Cards 
a cardboard connection uh, or Pac-Man's YouTube and watch about new products. Part of me, like I like to see the new product, but these products that are coming out right now still have last year's rookies, okay? You're not going to open some Flux and find Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson. It's not, that's not happening. These are like the last of last year's rookie rookies. So you're talking Jalen Williams, Paolo, you know, it seems like Paolo's already been around for five years. Why is that? I don't know. Anyway, like I, I, you're also looking at products that people just aren't as excited about and rightfully slow. I mean, I guess if you want to talk about um, impeccable or immaculate with the NBA uniforms, like I'll, I'll listen to that because those are some cool cards, but I'm not paying the first week premiums. I'm not paying the high overpriced, got to have it first part of it is just because I'm, I'm not living in that world and I don't, I don't like to just throw money away for no reason. So if you do, then awesome. Can you send some, can you buy me a cup of coffee? Can, can you support our podcast? Oh man. Uh, you can, there are ways to do that. But, uh, but seriously, I, I'm not like new product chase guy. I am watch the NBA, pick your timing, invest in players or buy players, collect players you love and cards that you think are cool. And those could be at all different levels. Guess good, great, or goat. They could be with unique features. I think that's a big thing to make sure you get cards of a player that aren't just the basic base. See what I did there? You know, they're, they're, they're cards that like, maybe they're a limited number made or they've got, there's autograph card or they're a parallel or a variation photo or a, you know, just something unique about the card, something limited cool about the card on card autos. You know, I, 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 like a lot of you, I've grown tired of looking at a, this really cool card, but it's a sticker that the guy signed and they just slapped on this piece of cardboard. And all of a sudden it, you think it's worth a hundred dollars more because you slapped a sticker on it. Well, it is sometimes, but my, I like the on card. It's just a thing. And, uh, so I'm leaning more towards those guys picks for this NBA season. We should look at the MVP race. We should look at new all-stars. I think that relates well to the card market. I think we should look at the playoffs title race because that impacts the card market. Rookie of the year. I mean, yeah, but it feels like that's already a done deal. If he stays healthy, Victor Wembanyama is fantastic and uh, will probably win it. But Chet Holmgren and Scoot Henderson will give him a legit run for his money. <clears throat> Brandon Miller will not. Man, what is happening, Charlotte? Oh, Miles Bridges, Brandon Miller. Uh, and that, that whole situation just unearths another guess who is good, whose cards could be uh, slightly on an uptick is P.J. Washington. You think about, it's a bummer about Miles Bridges, it's a bummer about Brandon Miller, but who's there to step in and has stepped in and scores points? P.J. Washington. Even if LaMelo's out, P.J. Washington. All right, I've said that enough. We're going to talk after the break about uh, our picks, my picks, for some of the major awards, and who cares? Like, what does it do to the card market? And what does it do to the way I'm approaching this NBA season? You know, the NBA has 30, what, 30 teams? And you could really chase after two or three players on all those teams and just have your head explode. You've got to pick the short number, the small number of guys or 
uh, players on your watch list. And uh, yeah, form a strategy from that. Form an approach to this season from that. Form a uh, ready-to-go plan that uh, certain parts of the season you'll be like, all right, it's time to sell this guy. All right, it's time to buy this guy. Depending on what you want to do long-term. So we'll get there after the break. What's up, guys? This is Andy from the Football Card Quest, and you're watching the Hoops and Card Show from the NoOffseason.com Sports Card Network. Be sure to check out FootballCardQuest.com for in-depth football card research and selling tips, because we all know there is no off-season. All right, as the clock ticks down to the tip-off of the NBA season today... I want to give you uh, my predictions, Hoops and Cards official predictions on the MVP race. Let's start with that. My official prediction, I want to go, This. let's do this as a prediction, right? A pick that is likely to win, and it's going to feel like the safe, solid, strong pick. Um, might even feel like the boring, obvious pick, but since I heard several podcasts pick Jason Tatum, as their projected MVP winner, I'm going to go on record as saying, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. You don't get to add Porzingis, Drew Holiday, and win a bunch of meaningless regular season games and then get the MVP. Not not in my book, no. I think this year's most valuable player, it needs to go to the guy who actually is the most valuable player. And that, my friends, is Nikola Jokic, for the Denver Nuggets. If they didn't have Jokic, I'm not even sure they'd be a playoff team. And uh, <laughs> and he does everything. Everything. When Embiid starts to get triple doubles, then we can put him back in the conversation. When Embiid can stop talking about, maybe I'll be in New York in a couple years. Like, he didn't say it that explicitly, but he's saying it. Right? And, and the team's in turmoil. Yes, Embiid can take over a game. So can Doncic. So can... LeBron James still. So can lots of guys. I Give me the guy who is the most valuable and the all-around best basketball player on the planet. It's Nikola Jokic, period. And, you know, I'm tempted to go Giannis here. If they did one for the East and one for the West, my East would be Giannis, my West would be Nikola Jokic. Other guys who I think will make a strong case, right? I mean, of course Embiid, of course Tatum, of course Luka Doncic. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yes, SGA. And yes, maybe in the East, Donovan Mitchell makes a strong pre, you know, early season push over the next three months to be considered an MVP candidate. I think as a card uh, investor, I'd want to look at buying the Joker uh, at, at buyable times during the season. And a good buy is simply... You know, is there any point in this season where the Joker's not going to be one of the top three MVP candidates? No. I think it's when you find a motivated seller, a really motivated seller, to sell PSA 10s or 9s of Jokic. I like to buy already graded here. I do. I like to buy Jokic autos. You know, and we sometimes do, we sometimes forget that um, of the great, great, great players who are making a push to be goats, like Giannis, like the Joker, like Joel Embiid. 
that it would be just fine for me to say, you know what, this season I'm going to buy an impeccable base card number to 99 or a National Treasures base card number to 99 of these guys or an Immaculate. Those, they're great, just great looking, great quality cards that you can get for a good, a good deal or any of their auto or numbered cards from the main issues this year. Prism, Donruss Optics, Select. I like Spectra more and more. You don't have to break the bank and spend $1,000 on a Joker card to make money on Jokic or to have a, a fun collection of his cards. That's what I'm talking about. But my MVP pick is Nikola Jokic. My runner-up is Giannis. My third choice is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And my fourth, that's where we start to think Tatum... That's where I start to think Luka Doncic. That's where I start to wonder about other players like uh, Jimmy Butler. Um, You know, I think if there's anybody that's got a chance to really increase his card values by making an MVP push, it is a guy like Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Again, doing it again. It is a guy like Laurie Markkinen possibly doing it again at a a deeper level. Um, I'm not... You know, if you expected to turn to this podcast or download it and be like, man, when's he going to wrench, wrench? When is he going to mention Kevin Durant or Steph Curry as an MVP candidate? Guys, I'm just not going to do it. I didn't mention LeBron either as a real MVP candidate because some of these players that have already won their MVPs and they're on contenders, they're playing for the postseason anyway. So they're not try- like Steph Curry is not going to try to score 40 a game or 35 a game or even 32 a game because he doesn't have to try. And because he's after rings. He wants championships. So my MVP is prediction is the Joker, again. And he's after chips too, but he's also the best all-around player. So deal with that. Kawhi's going to have some nice months. You know, there's going to be other players that play awesome. But I think it's Joker. I think it's Giannis. And I think it's Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Let's move on. What team is going to win the NBA championship? That's a different conversation. It's a very different conversation. Can anybody match up well and outperform Denver in a seven-game series? I think the Lakers would need major step-ups from Austin Reeves and from LeBron and from Anthony Davis to play like it's five years ago, really, for those two guys. And uh, I don't, as of now, I don't think anybody else... That includes Phoenix. That includes the Clippers. Nobody's going to dethrone Denver this season. Maybe next season, and maybe Phoenix needs a year or a a playoff year together with that roster. Booker, Durant, Bradley Beal. I I don't even know what else to say after this except, well, okay, who's going to play defense? Who's going to run the offense? You know, do we have something other than Grayson Allen to add to that mix I don't know. I do think that team is very motivated and they could make it to the finals. Like, I'm not going to hold it against them if they do. I just feel like Denver is a well-oiled machine and everybody knows their roles and they're well-coached. And it's, you know, for prediction's sake, I'm picking Denver out of the West. And for prediction's sake, right, I'm not going with, here's my three dark horse picks. This This is a Milwaukee Bucks season. This is, hey... They spent the money needed to keep their defense and their front line intact. Giannis, 
extended. That's exciting. That's awesome. That might help them in getting free agents or trades here. Then you've got uh, Brooke Lopez, Defensive Player of the Year candidate. You've got Bobby Portis, awesome sixth man. You've got Chris Middleton, hopefully healthy for a full season and doing all the things needed. They were already my pick last year to make it this far. But now you add Damian Lillard. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are the favorite to win the NBA championship this season. So Milwaukee, it's your year, guys. Stay healthy. Get past Boston. That's going to be hard. Beat Denver. That's not going to be easy. But you can do this. Milwaukee Bucks are my pick for the NBA championship. All right, playoff teams. I think there's another conversation about what teams look like they could make the playoffs this year and surprise some people. Certainly Sacramento is no surprise to anybody. I think Oklahoma City could make some noise. It would not shock me in the least if we're talking about Portland as a play-in candidate and Houston as a play-in candidate. Why? Because those teams are loaded with young talent. Let's start with Houston and say, hey, man, you got Jalen Green, you got Jabari Smith Jr., you got Alperen Shingun. Yes, but they also added Fred Van Vliet, clutch 20-point scorer, good leader of a team that's ready to compete and win some games now. Look out for Houston. And Dylan Brooks, you know, as annoying as some people find him to be, he's playing the villain well. And not just in the dumb quotes or, like, antagonists starting, you know, poking bears, starting fights, but really with the defense and the scoring when needed. Like, Dylan Brooks is a good player. He's not just a guy looking for a fight. He's a good player. So Houston could surprise some people. I think Portland could too. I think if you're really keeping Malcolm Brogdon and Aiton and uh, what's his cheese, Robert Williams III, right? I think you actually have the makings of a playoff rotation. Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, Scoot Henderson, some parts of all three of those players, their games have arrived. And so you put them with a team that includes Brogdon, that includes Aiton, <laughs> that includes Robert Williams III, you have a chance at, at really upsetting some people in May. So I like those two teams. I don't need to go on record anymore and say how much I love what Oklahoma City has as a roster. They're a playoff team now. And uh, the Pelicans are going to be very, very interesting. Pelicans and Jazz are those two teams where, man, if... if if the stars align right, if Zion stays healthy, if Utah can get more production out of other players around Laurie Markinen and Walker Kessler uh, and Jordan Clarkson. Do you realize that team also has John Collins and Colin Sexton? And uh, Utah could be another surprise team. So in the East, guys, I am... Um, I'm basically a believer till you show me otherwise. So the Cavs have to show me that they can win a game in the playoffs, win a series in the playoffs before I go real big on them. Uh, the Knicks have done that and they could continue doing so with a even deeper roster than they had last year and more Villanova guys. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I think Miami, this is not going to be a popular pick, but they take a step back. They do. I don't think they help themselves at all in the offseason. Boston. Um, yeah, love the Drew Holiday pick. I really do. I think Boston and Milwaukee go to seven games 
and uh, whoever has the ball last is going to the finals, really. And I've already told you who that is. But let's talk about rookie of the year race. Yes, Scoot Henderson. Yes, Chad Holmgren. Yes, Victor Wembanyama is the winner. That's it. <clears throat> what I want to get to, apart from naming coach of the year, you know, whoever whoever gets a. Utah to a top three seed or Sacramento to a top three seed again those guys Mike Brown could be coach of the year um, most improved player I think that's different than breakout player or comeback player of the year you know comeback player could be John Morant <laughs> really good it could be Zion Williamson it could be Cade Cunningham Cunningham that might be comeback player of the year Cade but the most improved player this season uh Sometimes this is the conversation of breakouts that impact the card market. Guys that you will say, man, when I hear this episode, I want to go buy the rookie patch auto of that guy, of that player. There are guys whose card values could take a major jump this season. I like Mikel Bridges. I like Jalen Brunson to do that. I like Anthony Simons in the first three months of the season. I love what Jalen Williams' potential is over the course of the year. you got to love what these young players in Oklahoma City are becoming. When Trey Murphy returns for the, for the New Orleans Pelicans, look out. He's a great player. Great player already. Just needs the shots and the moments and the time. And he's going to get it there in New Orleans. They know what they have there. What about uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, most improved player? What about Devin Vassell, most improved player? My pick, you guys, for most improved player that that everybody's going to recognize has stepped forward and done a lot more this season and perhaps helping his team towards uh, deeper levels of playoff impact or of just just really excitement for what they have as a team. Uh, I'm tempted to go with a number of guys here. But you all know who my favorite is, so why not say it? You know, instead of saying Desmond Bain because he's going to average 26 a game without John Morant. Or Devin Vassell, because I think he could be the breakout player of the year because they're adding not only an inside presence, but he is the guy they're committing to long-term as their scorer, their outside shooter. Uh, Love, love, love him. But no, my guy is Tyrese Maxey. My guy for most improved or breakout player. I don't care what category you want to make up. It looks like James Harden is done. Like, he's not even showing up. Season starts today. James Harden hasn't been around for a few days in Philly. And to me, that leaves the the door wide open for this to be Tyrese Maxey's offense to run. Yes, everything flows around and orbits around Joel Embiid. That's fun. But Joel clearly has an all-star running mate in Tyrese Maxey. So that's my guy. That's my most improved player. That's the guy that that actually (laughs) I heard several podcasts mention him going from 20 points a game to 26, 27 a game this year. Yes, yes, and yes. And in the preseason, they tried more with him at point, running the point, and he looked very, very good. Part of it's just desire, drive, and energy, and joy, and love of the game. Tyrese Maxey is the man. So good news for Philly. I hope you get something decent in return for James Harden so that you can stay a playoff factor in the East. In fact, I even wondered, like, should, should they be talking with the Cavaliers about some sort of a deal? I don't know. I don't even know where I would start with that. They, I don't know. I just, I like the idea of James Harden actually helping somebody somewhere 
in the next round of the playoffs and getting more than Terrence Mann in return. So we'll see, guys. But uh, my card picks of the year are going to be just just save your money for those cards that look great and that pop. Don't buy base cards of players. Guys, don't waste your money on wax, except if you know you're just paying it for the experience and it's like buying a lottery ticket or it's like lighting a $20 bill on fire, then, then, then knock yourself out. Have a good time. That do You do you, right? Don't let me tell you what to do. You do you. But I'm just saying, if it was my money, I'm done doing that. That's not a thing anymore. I'm looking at players I enjoy to collect and have some of their cards. Players with upside. And a close second to Maxi for me is Anthony Simons right now. Right now. I'm hitting that. I'm about to walk inside my house and buy an Anthony Simons rookie. That's how serious it is. I put, I put my money where my mouth is. Anyhow, guys, thanks for listening. I would love to hear back from you at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Message me if you're a new listener. Message me. I'll send you a free card. For real. I'll do it. Ask my listeners. Uh, message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Say, Gary, give me a free card. And uh, here's where I'm listening from. Love, love, love hearing from you guys. Hope you enjoy the start to the NBA season. Bucks in six. No, that's not happening. Bucks in seven over the Denver Nuggets. What a series, what a season, what a year we're going to have. Victor Wembanyama will take over and uh, will never be the same. Peace out. Have a great week, homies. I said homies. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It means a lot that you would listen to our podcast and take some time. Love for you to follow up by checking us out at hoopsandcards.com. Remember, we are part of the nooffseason.com sports card network. Thrilled about that. And they bring us so many resources as basketball card collectors and investors, like our partnership with Market Movers. You guys can save 20% on this great resource after that free 14-day trial. Just check out marketmoversapp.com and use the promo code nooffseason. And whatnot, you get a free $15 credit on whatnot. Who, who turns down free money? I, I don't. But you join through whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com. And then, of course, Graybos. Get 10% off any purchase at graybos.co by using the promo code STRATEGY2023. Friends, thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll tune in next time as we continue overview and encouragement for you, the basketball card collector and investor here at Hoops and Cards. Have a great week. See ya.